This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another solo flying episode with me. I'm really stoked to chat with you today because I want to talk about conscious versus unconscious charts. And I feel like this is becoming more of a common topic in the online human design space, but I also think that what I'm about to share is less heard of. You may have heard Eden Carpenter share about this in different ways in terms of like specific let's say if you have multiple splits in your human design charts, you're going to have multiple conversations happening energetically within you. So that's one thing that I may touch on today, but I want to touch on something else that I actually started experimenting with when I was doing, or as I do, human design readings with people. And that's really looking at the integration of like, you know, typically I do readings from a tropical quantum human design chart so it's like your conscious and your unconscious definition together you know you're either a projector manifester reflector generator manifesting generator and you have your strategy and you have your authority and it's kind of rigid to be completely honest with you so what i want to talk about today is like the conscious and unconscious definition in our chart and how this happens if you don't let's say you're a little bit newer to this conversation and you want to understand what i'm saying to you right now when you look at your human design chart and i use genetic matrix if you use another platform the colors are going to be different so i'm just if you want to know what i'm talking about go to genetic matrix pull up your chart and if you have a pro account you'll be able to look at the chart separately i'll get into that in a minute so what i want to tell you is when you look at your chart you're going to see red lines, red definition through the gates and channels and black. The red side is from the left-hand side of your charts, that planetary alignments. The red side is known as your design date. It's going to say design on the genetic matrix website. And then all of the black definition is your conscious definition. And this is your energetic imprinting from the day that you're born. And that's that whole line of planetary placements and gate alignments is all going to be listed on the right hand side of your chart so the left side with the red unconscious definition this is your energetic flavor that you've received 88 days before the day that you were born so what happens is when you combine both of them together you get your quantum chart So on Genetic Matrix, if you want to look at your quantum and then look at your design and your personality charts separately, you need to have the pro account just to be completely transparent with you. That is a paid feature, but you can literally pay for like a day's access if you want to just like get it, take a screenshot and you literally pay a couple bucks. It's super reasonable. So the reason why I like to look at the multiple layers is because I feel like it's more inclusive rather than just saying someone's a manifesting generator quantum they might actually be a manifesting generator but then if i look at them unconsciously they're a reflector and then perhaps consciously they're like a freaking projector so they actually have three flavors of design within them so the reason why this happens is if somebody for example there's actually quite a few people you'd be surprised have an either completely conscious reflector chart or completely unconscious reflector chart but together they're like a generator or a projector or a manifester and the reason why this happens is if you look at the gates 
that connect. Let's say you have a conscious hanging gate from your sacral that's connecting to an unconscious gate from your root. When you look at just your conscious chart, you're only going to see the conscious hanging gate off your sacral. You're not going to see the unconscious one hanging off of your root and then vice versa. If you look at the unconscious side, you'll see the unconscious gate off the root, but you won't see the conscious one off the sacral. When these come together, it creates a channel that defines the sacral and the root. Okay, so this is literally what happens in the human design chart. So if somebody's, if, if everyone's channels, if someone's channels in their gates are, one is consciously, like one side consciously defined, the other side is unconsciously defined, and they come together and then you look at their charts, they might be a double reflector consciously and then unconsciously because it's all hanging gates that are electromagnetically collect connecting to give that definition to those centers so the reason why i wanted to talk about this today is because i started playing with the idea of somebody actually being able to have multiple authorities and it's funny because now i feel like i'm throwing shit at the fan because <laughs> this is not traditional human design you know language at all this is my open ashta and throat being like hmm i wonder what like ruckus i can cause by seeing this with like the utmost fluidity possible but if you've been around for a while you're not surprised so anyways the reason why i think this is so fascinating is because it again it just takes off the limitations and the restrictions that people feel when it comes to their human design chart you know it's like oh i am a generator with an emotional authority and i'm here to respond to the environment or wait to respond and do things that I've decided my feelings are like, yes, this is a yes for me. My circle says fuck yes. And then I take action. But the reality is I'll give you a literal example. I did a reading for a woman a couple months ago and she is an emotional generator. And she looking at her chart, I was like, okay. So I started explaining to her, her authority. I'm like, okay, so you're going to have these emotions and, you know, you're, you're going to process them. You need to give yourself time to process them. Once you've really processed them, you come to a point of clarity, your sacral is going to kick in and you're going to decide, like, is this a fuck yes or a fuck no? And it's funny because I said this to her, but I was watching. I was, I was looking at her chart. I didn't want to, like, project anything onto her. And she's like, yeah, I don't really, like, resonate with that. And I was like, okay, how about this? Her emotional solar plexus was unconsciously defined. Her sacral was unconsciously defined. Her spleen was consciously defined. Okay, so that means that there were conscious, either hanging gates connected to, to unconscious gates or full-on conscious channels going up into another center. So I said to her, I said, how about this? Do you resonate with asking yourself, is this healthy for me? Is this going to bring me safety and security? Is this going to help me with my physical awareness? Is this, does this feel like, you know, I'm establishing a foundation and really creating this, this safety net and so on, right? Like that flavor of that physical awareness center. And she's like, yeah, that totally resonates with me. And I was like, okay, cool. So this was literally the first time that I ever had evidence of someone being, you know, quote, an emotional generator, but actually they really resonated with the splenic authority because that is what was defined consciously. Now, granted, I can't remember off the top of my head when I start pulling her chart versus consciously versus unconsciously and looking at them fully separate, but it's quite possible that the conscious chart of this woman 
was a splenic projector or a splenic manifester. So then you can go even deeper into this. You know, it's like, yes, she's a generator. She has that energy to take action with the Seiko. But then it's like, oh, if you actually consciously are a splenic manifester, do you actually find that you need to initiate and inform when you're not necessarily responding to your environment? And the decisions that you're making are purely from your intuition and physical awareness and like knowing what's best for you in your body and safety and security, right? And then it's like, oh my God, I'm not just an emotional generator. It's like, I'm all these things. There's fluidity to it right? And then, you know, if you really want to throw a wrench in this, then we look at the unconscious side and maybe they are a freaking reflector. So it's like, oh, okay, I have an unconscious reflector chart, quantum, I'm an emotional generator and consciously I am a splenic manifester. So then like, what do you do with that information? It's like so overwhelming. It's like an identity crisis. Like who am I, right? But the thing is, I'm telling you this because I want you to go and look at these things and even see and notice, you know, maybe like one of the things that I say to people is that if you're noticing the not self theme of like, let's say you're a generator and you're like, you're, you know, in theory designed to feel frustration, but then all of a sudden you're feeling angry and disappointed. Like if this woman had said this to me and she's like, yeah, I actually feel anger and disappointment and I feel frustrated. And it's like, oh, well, no wonder because unconsciously you're a reflector consciously you are a splenic manifester and together you're an emotional generator right so so then I like to look at those layers and then from there I I I you know I get contemplative with the people and I'm like okay so you know as a reflector like if you were to put on the reflector hat and unconsciously you're a reflector and it's like do you notice how much your environments influence you and the people that you're around do you notice that Maybe because the sacral in this situation is unconsciously defined that you actually take longer to make decisions, right? Like there's, there's so many layers. There's actually so much fluidity that I don't, I don't see enough people talking about because it's, it's a lot to talk about, to be honest. Like to do this in a, one of my 10 carousel posts on Instagram is like not happening. So anyways, I find that really interesting and I'm like, okay, so if you're feeling disappointment like look at it from a reflector lens you have an unconscious reflector side and it's like look at the environment that you're in look at the people that you're around are you trying to save everyone are you trying to implement the change that you see there's a lack of integrity because reflectors have this essence of being able to mirror back to the collective like what's an integrity what's sustainable right and then from there, you know, it's like, oh, you can start contemplating this like, whoa, like where am I actually taking action where I'm not designed to take action? But then you can come back to like processing the emotions that are unconsciously defined and then processing the sacral that's unconsciously defined. And then maybe with the splenic center is going to kick in and be like, well, actually, I don't find that this is bringing me safety and security. This doesn't feel good to me. This doesn't feel sustainable right? So there's like multiple conversations going on. And maybe you're listening to this episode and you're like, Kayla, you have literally fallen off your rocker. Like, how am I supposed to contemplate this? So just to keep it simple, look up your conscious and unconscious charts. And what I want you to know is that there is a hierarchy with the authorities, okay? So you look up your conscious and unconscious chart and just ask yourself, consciously defined center, is that, is that resonating with you as your authority? 
right? What is the first consciously defined center? So I'll talk about the hierarchy for a second. So if you have your emotional solar plexus defined, whether it's consciously or consciously defined, it doesn't matter. That is your authority. If you have that undefined and you have your sacral defined, your sacral is your authority. If you have neither of those defined and your spleen defined, your spleen is your authority. If your spleen, sacral, and emotional solar plexus are undefined and your heart center is defined, that is your authority. If all four of those are undefined, you are a self-projected projector and that is your authority, your G center, throat center, and up. If you just have your throat and up defined, that is your authority, mental projector, right? And then... If you have none of those defined, obviously you're a reflector. So that's why I was sharing in this contemplative process with this person's chart who had an unconscious emotional solar plexus sacral and then conscious splenic center defined. That was the hierarchy. Consciously, their spleen felt like their authority. So let's say if they also had their heart center defined and all three of those before were undefined, sorry, all three of those were unconsciously defined, the heart center was consciously defined, I would have been asking them like, hey, do you resonate that you make decisions based off what it is that you desire? Do you feel like this pull and this willpower to pursue the things that you want, right? And then it's just interesting because then this person has their emotional solar plexus and, and their sacral defined and it's like they've got that motor energy to pursue what it is that they desire. So it's like despite those centers may or not be con- may or may not be connected together, that energy is still available within that person to to mix all these flavors together to take action that's in alignment for them. So this is a very I feel like it's a very messy thought process the way that I'm recording this episode and I really hope that you're like aware of the chart enough to like follow me as you listen to this or maybe you brought up your chart and you're like looking at it but I just think that this is really going to give people an understanding you know like I I also did a reading today as I record this with a woman who's a manifesting generator they have a conscious sacral to throat connection and so their conscious side, they're like Manigen, like pure Manigen, 34 to 20 channel. And then I looked at their unconscious chart and they're a splenic manifester. And so I started to, I started to ask her, I was like, okay, so do you find, because then it's like you have, obviously as a Manigen, you have like the anger and the frustration, right? And so I always like, this is another thing I like to ask people too, if they're a manifester or manifesting generator, I'm like, okay, so do you find that, because the sacral is about doing the things that you love doing do you find that you get frustrated when you're doing the things you don't want to do and then do you find that you get angry when you're not initiating and informing right and so I thought this was really interesting and it was interesting as well because when I told her about being unconsciously defined as a splenic manifester so she had the root to spleen up into the throat defined everything else was undefined and I was like do you notice that when you don't inform about what is bringing you safety and security because that's your authority unconsciously that that's when you feel angry and choose like a hundred percent so I was like this is so interesting right because I feel like what somebody would just assume is that oh you know you're not doing the things that you love doing so you're angry and you're frustrated because you're a manifesting generator but then I'm here and I'm like okay you unconsciously have this influence of a splenic authority and maybe that anger is specifically coming from your unconscious side of being a splenic manifester, right? Even though she really does, when we talked about this again, so 
tapping into my theory about the consciously defined centers being authorities she doesn't have she obviously doesn't have her emotional solar plexus defined so then she has her sacral defined and she's like kayla this is like i this is such a fuck yes for me like if something's a fuck yes it's a fuck yes if it's a fuck no it's a fuck no like i feel it and her sacral is consciously defined right so it was just really interesting because when i started to point this out when i started to point out the layers of being a manager and a manifester and then you know being a conscious reflector like as an example and you start to look at the layers of the not self themes and then you start to look at how those authorities work for those types then it gives more of a reason and more of a validation for why you you might feel that way is that it maybe not your quantum design that's in your not self it's it's another aspect of you it's another center another authority within you that is out of alignment because you're not hearing it maybe because you literally haven't listened to this episode yet and i'm not here to tell you that there's like a possibility of having multiple authorities right so it's really fascinating like especially i notice that you know, especially with manifesting generators, because they're a hybrid, like I've definitely seen manifesting generators go from like a quantum manifesting generator to like a mental projector to like a reflector. Like you can have so many or even a projector and a reflector, like it just goes to show that we're not just one type, right? So it's, it's, I just think it's such a fascinating thing to contemplate that, you know, we could in theory, depending on your design, have up to three different flavors of human design types within you. Now, if I'm going to talk about for myself for a second, I have my G-Center and my Sacral Defined. I have the 515 channel consciously, and then I have the 1034 unconsciously. So I'm kind of boring because I am a Sacral Generator through and through. And uh, so Quantum, they're there unconscious it's still there consciously it's there you know what I mean so I always find it really fascinating and I really love having these conversations with people that have hanging gates that have electromagnetic connections and then defined centers versus undefined when you look at the different charts so I'm really curious to hear the rabbit hole that this takes you down and the reflection work that you can do from this and and I really hope that it brings like a deeper understanding to you in terms of being able to embody your design on like such a deep level instead of being like you know I'm an ego manifester and that's it or you know I'm a manifesting generator like it's just there's so much more there's always so much more energy so fluid I never believe that it can just be captured in one way you know what I mean and then throw in the transits like if somebody's a reflector they can totally play with looking at you know one day they might find that they're more of a manifester another day they might find they're more of a generator like that's why that's why we say the lunar cycle really helps a reflector be able to decide you know what's in alignment for them because they're going to go through all of the authorities at some point right or even just have like be a mental projector for like three weeks depending on the transit and they're gonna have to they're they might notice they need to talk things out more you know they need to like mentally process and and hear back from their environment like what they're saying in order to make a decision right so it's like it's interesting because those who are one of the four types that are not reflectors you know you could bounce between one to three different flavors where a reflector is going to bounce between you know all five essentially 
And so I just think that's really interesting. And I think that reflectors who can take the time to like look at the transits and play with like, what's my authority today? And then you can even plan like your business launches, conversations, when you're going to be marketing. You know, if you know that one day you're going to be a manifesting generator and your sacral authority is like, it's going to be activated. Like you can play with that. You don't just have to follow the moon and not make a decision for 28 days. Like really just allow the fluidity. You know what I mean? So I hope that, like I said, this takes you down another rabbit hole, that you feel inspired, that you're like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I love it when I surprise people. My open Ajna is really good at just cracking things open in a way that people have never thought of before. So here we are. If you listen to this please do share on social media like obviously I just I feel like the fluidity of the things that I share is a, is very inclusive to people so they don't feel limited by their their design but they just continue to contemplate the depths of it so definitely share this on social media tag me if you have questions or comments like shoot me a message on Instagram like I love it when people message me and they're like oh my god and they have this epiphany or they share something with me like I think that's amazing and obviously being a sacral generator like I love it when I get things to respond to that makes me really happy and be sure to subscribe to the channel lots more solo episodes and podcast interviews coming up over the coming future it's gonna be great so thank you so much for listening make sure you subscribe and if you can leave a quick review as well that'll help me get this work out into the world and it means a lot to me so thank you so much and i'll chat with you in the next episode